my son play his last week in a baseball. I wish it was a little cooler outside. It's gonna be like 80 degrees today and those little ladybugs come out when it's hot in the fall. And my mission for this weekend is to find some pumpkin flavored ice cream. That sounds awesome, Mr. Murphy. Hello everyone, this is your student teacher, Mr. Gearman. Happy October. I absolutely love October since it has one of my favorite holidays, Halloween. I am currently experimenting with new soup recipes in my crock pot, and I cannot wait to start seeing all the spooky decorations go up. Happy autumn, everyone. I hope all is well in your world, and thank you for joining in today to listen to our podcast. All of our topics today came from you, our loyal listeners. My name is Mr. Tillis, and I am your Elkbound Choir teacher. I am currently finishing my basement bathroom, starting to store things away for the winter, and hopefully putting up our outside Christmas lights soon. So, let's get started. First topic, what was your best Halloween costume? Murphy. Well, okay, so before we get right to the chase here, I don't want to start a thing with you guys, but at about 6 o'clock this morning, my texting machine went off, and it was Mr. Tillis, and he said, I know it's Flannel Friday, but I don't have any clean flannels for today. So I'm wondering, <laughs> why didn't we plan ahead? Mr. Tillis, go. Well, I have one clean flannel, so I lied, but it was missing a button, so I didn't want to wear it. Oh, so it's all coming out now. You just lied. <laughs> yes. Well, that makes me feel good. <laughs> All right. Um, having said that, I was not going to wear flannel regardless of what Mr. Tillis was going to wear because, as I said, it's going to be 80 degrees outside, and no way am I wearing a flannel in 80-degree weather. Um, what was the first question, Mr. Tillis? What was your best Halloween costume? Oh, easy. Every year, our jazz band goes to uh, the, the Big Band Monster Bash in Eau Claire. It's a fundraiser for the Eau Claire Children's Theater. And each year, the jazz band kind of comes up with a theme, and we all dress the same way. You know, one year we had a Star Wars theme. One year we had a Super Mario Brothers theme. Well, one year we had a rock band theme, and I went as Gene Simmons from Kiss, and my wife did my makeup, and I bought this just awesome wig, and, like, I was doing, like, the sticking out of the tongue thing like he does, and it was awesome. I will find a picture of me in that costume, and we'll, we'll, we'll post that to, to the website. But just a shout-out to uh, my wife, Melissa, who did an awesome job with my makeup that night. Um, Mr. Gearman, how about you? Yeah, I think uh, kind of my best or my go-to Halloween costume is definitely Harry Potter. Um, I have this scar on, my, on the middle of my forehead, kind of like he does from when I was little. Um, I already have some cool, you know, black frame glasses that I use, and of course my collector's edition wand from Harry Potter World. 
So I think that's kind of my, my best costume or my go-to costume. What about you, Mr. Tillis? I have never been much of a Halloween costume guy. I, I, I like to relate to Jim in the office, <laughs> where he's a three-hole punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's the name tag saying he's someone else? But if I had to pick, um, I guess one year my wife and I dressed up um, in Great Gatsby attire for Halloween at school. So I had on my tux with tails and my hair slicked back. But actually, I just thought of another one. Um, in At my old school, all the departments would dress up in common themes. And one year, the music department, we were decomposers or like dead composers coming to life. Oh. And so I, w I was Beethoven, and I had a Beethoven wig, and I had makeup on that made me look like I was dead. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> All right. So topic number two. Do you like Red Hot Chili Peppers? Mr. Chellis? If we are referring to food, then yes. I like a little kick in some of my food. I just made chili last week, and I had some jalapenos and some spicy chili beans, and it was good. But if we're talking about the band, then also yes, I love their music. Garman? Well, I'm gonna be honest, I've never uh, ate just a straight up Red Hot Chili Pepper before, nor have I listened to the band's music, so I'm kind of at a loss for this question. But I'll have to open my musical horizons a little bit and give them a listen. Yeah, you will. We've gotta get a camera in this room for the podcasts. I wish you could see Mr. Tillis. The, the dude is, skipping around the room like I don't even know what it, how he's doing cartwheels in his own little Mr. Tillis horrible cartwheel way and I think he just <laughs> threw out his back <laughs> and I'm laughing at his pain right now this is good oh I love it um do I like Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah wow I have not listened to the Red Hot Chili Peppers in years um what a great band um, I, I, I typed up all my answers to, the, to these uh, the questions last night, and after I read this question, I, I had to listen to some Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, great movies. Um, as far as food, I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to spicy foods. Like, I love the TV show Man vs. Food. Where, have you guys ever seen that TV show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah where, where he, like, does these competitions and tries to eat all these spicy foods or sometimes he'll eat, like, a gallon of ice cream. And I've always wanted to do one of those, like, spicy food competitions. But whenever I go to, like, Buffalo Wild Wings, I always order the least mild sauce. So I'm just a big, big wimp. Could you stop, Mr. Tillis? Really? It's it's kind of borderline awkward right now. <laughs> All right. Now, did you say great movies? I think you meant to say great memories. Did I say great movies? I think you did. Well, the Red Hot Chili Peppers had some great movies out there too, didn't they? No. <laughs> I was like, what? Great memories. Memories. Sorry. Next topic. Uh, topic number three. Um, what do you like to cook at home? Mr. Gehrman, the floor is yours. Thank you, Mr. Murphy. So, um, I like I like to cook a lot. Um, like I said earlier, I'm experimenting with some new soup recipes in my crock pot. I, th I like just kind of being able to throw things into the crock pot and leave it alone. Um, but I think the next soup I want to try is maybe doing like a turkey chili, you know, for these uh, fall days coming up, you know, kind of chili outside and then you can have chili inside as well. So, uh, Mr. Murphy, how about you? Mr. Murphy, okay, so I will fully admit that Mrs. Murphy does the cooking in our house. Um, and that's probably a very good thing because I'm, I'm not a very good cook. However, she works late on Tuesdays, so that is the night when I do the 
quote unquote cooking, which normally turns into like some frozen food we have downstairs. Um, we're, we're fans of Schwann's. They've got some nice stuff, so we'll order Schwann's. Love pot pies. Um, but yeah, I, I need to up my game in the cooking, but I, I, I admit it, my wife is the, uh, the chef in the house. Have I ever told you that I was a taste tester for Schwann's? You did. Tell yeah. me that story that again, because is... it was so good the first time. <laughs> it was awesome. You, it was uh, where I went to college. Schwann's headquarters is there, and during my lunch break, I would drive there. I would eat five samples of pizza, and then I get paid twenty bucks, and I go back to class. That actually does sound like a really good deal. <laughs> yeah. So well, unless it was, it was something I didn't like. One time, um, well, it's not always pizza, but one time I had pizza and it had artichokes on it, and it was disgusting. So, so they would pay you. Plus, you got like free lunch. Yeah, sweet. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. As far for me, um, I am not really enjoy. I don't really enjoy cooking, but I am getting better at it every time I cook my mom's lasagna. And with the way that things are working out now, with um, us moving to Menominee, my wife doesn't get home until later, so I've been cooking dinner every day. So I, I am improving. All right. Next topic, what is your favorite ice cream? I'll start, uh, mine is mint chocolate chip or vanilla with a lot of toppings, but if we're speaking of Olsen's and Chippewa, then my favorite would have to be cherry nut. Murphy? I love Olsen's ice cream and Chippewa. Um, but my, my favorite ice cream. So first of all, the Murphy family just bought the Pampered Chef ice cream maker like two weeks ago. So what we do is every single Friday or, or Saturday, we make our own homemade ice cream. <laughs> Mr. Tillis, can you just go away? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but anyway, we make our own homemade our own homemade ice cream. See what you did to me? Do you feel good about yourself now? Yeah. Do you feel better as a person? I'm just, now, now they have to listen to this again. We just bought our own Pampered Chef ice cream maker, and every weekend we, we make our own ice cream. Um, so anything with peanut butter in it is really, really good. So when we made our ice cream, I took like a bunch of Reese's uh, peanut butter cups, crunched them up, and put them in the, in the ice cream maker, and that would have been good as it was, but then I decided just to add like a bunch of M&Ms and stuff in it too. So really anything with chocolate is good, but like I said in my opening statement, my goal this weekend is to get some pumpkin ice cream. Mr. He's like a dinosaur right now doing something. Mr. Tillis, go. Me? Didn't I already go? Did you? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Garman. Oh, Mr. Garman, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, so kind of going back to what Mr. Tillis said about Olsen's, I really like their mocha mud pie. Have you ever had that flavor? Yes. It is delicious, especially if you get it in a shake. Um, but overall, if we're talking about like overall ice cream flavors, it has to be cookies and cream, so. I think that's my favorite ice cream. All right, uh, next topic. What is your favorite worst fashion statement? What is your favorite band? You know, we could have like just done that question and not made a big deal about it and they would not have known the difference. It's more fun this way. All right, sorry, topic five. What is your favorite band? Um, my, I, I guess I have, there's, I've, countless favorite bands. Um, it kind of depends on what, what style of music, but as far as like just kind of, we're talking rock bands, um, I love Dave Matthews and I love Rush. Rush was my first concert that I ever went to go see. My dad took me to the Target Center uh, in Minneapolis and I saw Rush and then I, I saw uh, Dave Matthews 
um, quite a few years ago too. So those are probably my two top favorite bands. Mr. Gearman? Yeah, if we're talking strictly bands, then I'd probably have to go kind of classic and go with Queen. You know, you can't go wrong with them. They got some great hits, so definitely going with Queen on that favorite band. Mr. Tillis? My favorite band is a group called Reliant K. Um, they're a Christian rock band that I've been to probably seven, eight, ten concerts of theirs. Just absolutely love them. Um, it's got a fun pop style of their music, and one of his favorite artists is the Beach Boys, so they have all these cool harmonies going on with their music. So, next topic. What is your favorite worst fashion statement? Gehrman? I would have to say that the leg warmers and the fanny pack has to be it for me, you know? It's just kind of, that, that combination of having those two together, it's just like, oh, but it's kind of funny to watch at the same time. Um, I would say socks and sandals. How about you, Murphy? I would probably say, and this is just due to, to uh, pure laziness on my part, but wearing black shoes with a brown belt or black belt with brown shoes, probably shouldn't do it, but it happens far too often in my life. What if your shoes have black and brown? Then you got to go red. No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, but I guess if your shoes have black and brown, you're safe either way. All right. right. So, the, so just get black and brown shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do have a reversible belt, though. Me too. Yeah. 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 All righty. And our last topic for today, they wanted us to talk more about sight reading. Mr. Tillis, what do you got to say about sight reading? Oh, sight reading. Yeah. So sight reading is an essential skill needed to be able to perform more rewarding and challenging music. Um, I do it every day in my, in my classes. Um, this is a skill that should be worked on every day. And to keep my students' music skills growing during this time of no singing in the classroom, um, high school choir members are assigned sight reading lines every week. And I am glad to say that I'm seeing improvements happening for each one of my kids. Um, it's, it's a very unique program I use. I assign something online, and then when they're at home, they sing into the program, and I get to hear them just singing by themselves. And uh, this has actually been very fun for me because when we do sight reading in class, normally I don't get to hear them individually until I do an assessment where now I'm getting, I'm getting to hear them every week, and it's fun to see their growth. Uh, Mr. Gehrman? Yeah, I definitely have to agree with that. It's really cool to see the growth, you know, individually with each of those high school students every week. Um, definitely not my most favorite thing. I remember when I first started college that I absolutely dreaded it. But as I was kind of going through my degree, I kind of realized how vital it was to not just my growth as a musician, but, you know, future students' growth as well. Um, so I think that it's a really necessary skill that we need. And it's also like a really good workout for our brain. And I think we need that sometimes. What about you, Mr. Murphy? Yeah, and in case you don't know, sight reading is when you are going to uh, play or sing a piece of music and, and you've never seen that piece of music before. And there's really, you know, we're, we're not going to take the time to break down all the parts and, and learn every single part. We're going to, you know, start at the very beginning and say one, two, ready, go. And we're going to try and get all the way through to the end. So that's, that's what sight reading would be. Um, it's a very necessary skill to feel confident in. Um, I would say to, you know, be successful as a musician, developing sight reading skills is, you know, 
absolutely uh, essential. I used to play in a um, jazz band back when I was in college called the Primetime Big Band, and this was probably one of the, the, the best experiences of my life. We got together at a um, restaurant every Tuesday night, and we had a folder of about 400 different jazz, uh, jazz big band charts in the folder, and they were all numbered. And um, we, we met from like seven o'clock uh, until nine o'clock, never rehearsed, and the band leader would say, all right, let's play song number 154. So we would just look for song 154. We've never seen that music. We pulled out, we took about five seconds, and he said, one, two, ready, go. And we had to play it for a live audience who was dancing, and we had to sound good doing it. So, um, and the first couple of times I did it, I was not very good at sight reading, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it's, it's just a matter of just being confident and uh, being okay making mistakes. So, just so you know, I just flossed for the first time ever. I've never tried that before. <laughs> And I, I was not looking up. I was uh, really into my and sight reading. I have one more thing to say. So um, in Texas, they have sight reading like all-state choirs where mm -hmm. you, you audition and you become part of the all-state choir for sight reading where you go to the performance that night, you get a brand new piece of music and you just sing it. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's awesome. It's awesome. awesome. All right. So. Murphy, let's, uh, let's close this thing out. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Thank you for listening today. Um, we went through so many topics this week, uh, we did not have a chance to take a break and do our uh, traditional commercials. So we apologize to that. I know that that is uh, a lot of our viewers and listeners like to uh, listen to our commercials. So we will get a commercial in for next week, but keep sending your ideas and um, maybe your question will be featured in a future episode. So have a great day, Mounders. If you liked the podcast, be sure to tell all of your friends. If you didn't, don't be a big mouth. I will do better next time. Alrighty, Elk Mounders, make sure you eat your vegetables and look both ways before crossing the street. Until next time, you stay classy, Elk Mounders.